boy's best friend is his mother. My name is Amanda. And I'm Kristen. And we are the Extra Sisters. So sit back, relax, and let's get creepy. Welcome to another installment of 100 Years of Horror. And in this episode, we are going to go through the second part of the 90s. And just to let you know, we only have one new movie in this. (laughs) Yeah, it's going to be a short one. And it's not even really a new movie. It's actually in the original Japanese version of an American remake that we've already reviewed. So Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's not gonna be super a lot of new information but we have done full reviews on pretty much everything on this list so this is just kind of to let you know which film came out the best on all of these years and just a little brief discussion about them but you can check out all of these episodes in their full entirety in our catalog so go check them out but Kristen's gonna start us off Great. So starting off with 1995, we have an American film, and I just want to let everybody know, if anybody is following us with the Rotten Tomatoes reviews, currently the highest ranking movie of 1995 is Mute Witness, but when we started this list, it was 7, so I'm going to continue with 7 because we're doing the list that we decided on a couple years ago. Also, I couldn't find a copy of Mute Witness anyway, so... (laughs) also um sorry yeah and it's also the cool thing about rotten tomatoes is it's kind of like an ever-changing list as people score things so right exactly so as we get into the 90s 2000s the 10s we're gonna get changing ones probably because everybody's reviewing them now yeah exactly so seven we actually did an episode on at the beginning of this year if you want to go listen to it But Seven is about a couple of detectives. We have Morgan Freeman and we have Brad Pitt. And they are trying to figure out what's going on with these murders. And come to find out, these murders are all based on the seven deadly sins. It's a lit concept. Love it. (laughs) Exactly. That is the whole concept. We go through all of the seven deadly sins and we end with wrath and envy. If you've seen it, the whole what's in the box thing, Brad Pitt ends up as Wrath and he kills our serial killer who is actually Envy because the serial killer went to Brad Pitt's wife and ended up killing her. What's in the box is actually her head. Poor Gwyneth. Man, that is not a good year. I know people have been using it as memes a lot for 2020, which is so sad. Poor Miss Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. Yeah. What's in the box? Not to be confused with Dick in a Box. Would it be confused with that? What is Dick in a Box? You don't know Dick in a Box? Oh my what god. What is that? You gotta educate Kristen on Dick in a Box. <laughs> oh my god. It's a yeah, I'm scared. Dick in a Box. It's a fucking. It's okay. It's an SNL skit and it's a song, but it's, it's called. It's literally called Dick in a Box. So, now I, I mean. Okay, so I'm going to have to look that up. Correct, yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah. It's just an SNL skit from, like, years ago, but Dick in a Box. Okay, I will look it up. Not to be confused with What's in the Box, yeah. (laughs) Very different things. Very different things. (laughs) (laughs) One, you open it up and you're horrified, and the other one, you open it up and you're horrified. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Because the Dick in a Box skit is actually, like, 
he puts his dick in a box, but it's attached to him, which is also, oh, I would yeah, also still be horrified. I'd be like, yeah. can you get that thing away from me? Nobody wants that surprise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. You know what's <laughs> funny? I, this is kind of off topic. I There's, like, this trend in, like, just, like, pop culture of, like, bisexual and, like, pansexual women. And they're, like... They talk about like women like they're like these beautiful angelic things and they're people are like, Aren't you bisexual? And they're like, Yeah, fuck men. <laughs> and they're like, Ew, yeah, gross. Stop talking about it. But yes, I am. I also am attracted to men. <laughs> no offense to men. I am married to a man. But also Jesus. we stand women. But anyways, so that's seven. I don't know if you were done or not. But <laughs> I am done, yes. Got distracted with dick in a box. So, yeah. moving on to 1996. This was the year my brother was born. Shout out. It's Chad's movie. Chad's movie. Well, this is Scream. And if you don't know Scream, you don't know shit. So, <laughs> Scream is about a killer. Because this is really like the 80s and 90s, we were all about slashers, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Seven's not really a slasher, but, like, kind of is a slasher, you know? It's more like a cop drama, but, like, serial killer. So, kind yeah. of a slasher, because all slashers are essentially serial killers. You right, know? exactly. So, which is funny, because the next... Anyway, so we'll get there in a minute. So, yes, 1996's Scream. What's your favorite scary movie? <laughs> that question is offensive, I would just like to say. Jesus Christ. You're offended by what your favorite scary movie is? How are you supposed to answer that question? I no, just, I totally agree. I can't. I have a giant, giant Pennywise tattooed on my thigh. Fucking huge. And my tattoo artist was like, oh, is it your favorite scary movie? And I was like, I don't fucking know. Exactly. Don't ask me that. She's like, oh, well, I just, just you're getting a, you're paying a lot of money for it. And I was like, I know that. Leave me alone. <laughs> I know that. I don't know. But so Scream is about a killer. It's Ghostface, and it, there's this girl named Sydney, and her mom died. It was very tragic. She was murdered. And now she's being hunted, and it ends up being her fucking boyfriend. And he's, you know, there's this other character who, he's amazing, and he's like, it's following all the horror movie tropes, da-da-da. And, yeah, I mean, I just, it's like, go listen to Scream. Go watch Scream. Like, I don't know what you want me to say. It's Scream. Right, like, yeah. It's Ghostface, and also ugh, Matthew Lillard is in it. We stand Matthew Lillard. He's amazing. <laughs> also, Billy, the boyfriend killer. Can we just fucking say how, I'm sorry, fine he was in that movie? Especially, like, I've, I'm sorry. I have a thing for, like, dark, long. Uh, uh, when I say dark, I mean, like, twisted dark. Like, serial killer dark. Yeah, like, villains. Oh, my God, with long hair, just demented as fuck. We oh god, you're not. I mean, it's Scream. We did an episode on Scream last year. <laughs> this year's the year of the sequel, which leads us into into Scream Two, which is all <laughs> about sequels. So, 1997, we have Scream Two, and Scream Two is literally it's basically the same movie. We have another killer who's trying to do the same thing, who's trying to kill all of Sydney's friends. And, but now it's the sequel, so different things matter. Like, Scream 1 was very about the kids know the rules of horror movies. Well, there's also rules of sequels. you got to make sure because there's going to be a bigger, high, a higher body count. There's going to be a lot of things like that. There's going to be a new killer, but it might be an old killer. Who knows? 
And that's what Scream's about. So Scream, we have Sydney back and they're in college and we have the serial killer on campus. Come to find out he is actually Sydney's boyfriend's friend who has teamed up with Sydney's ex-boyfriend who's dead from the original movie who has teamed up with that guy's mother. You know, kind of like Friday the 13th. They even mention things like that in the movie that come up throughout it. Like that Jason's mom... You know, she's the best serial killer. And then we end up with a bomb at the end. But we kill them as well, just like in the original stream. Yep, yep. I mean, they're both really fun. Like, they're they great. And I, I haven't seen any of, I haven't seen three or four mm-hmm. yet. Agreed. Spoiler alert. So we'll get to those. I'm interested to see. They're really beloved, all of the Scream films. And I just, I, I'm interested to see how they keep up that momentum. Mm-hmm. Because Wes Agreed. Wes Craven's involved, so you know, you right. know, like he. Doesn't. I don't know how many he's involved in. I don't know. I know it's not all of them, but right, I don't right. know if it's like three of them. Well, right. It's just like how do you continue that momentum? Because he start like you have to be very mm-hmm. careful when you make even a second one. But then when you go on with like three, because then look what happened to Halloween. We bastardized it. I'm not saying right. all of them. I'm just saying some of them. Right. You know, because some of them are good, but some of them are not good. So I'm just saying, like, you have to be very careful because you can right. do a lot of dirty. You know what I mean? Like, right. Well, look, Jason, he went to space. Did we need that? I don't know. That's, that's the true thing that did happen. I keep, I bring that up every single time we talk about <laughs> a bunch of movies. I'm like, Jason went to space. Like, did we need yeah. Jason X? I don't know. I'm not a Jason fan personally. Maybe somebody needed it. If you needed it and you enjoyed it let me know but like i'm just saying it's very easy to let that get away from you but i'm sure no. like i think you can make three four even five movies and then be good i think that saw did that for a long time now it it stopped being good at, when it hit like six i was fucking done but right. i'm just saying you can do that for a while so we'll see how that ends up going yeah, I, I liked the second one. Out of the two screams, granted, I had seen Scary Movie, which parodied especially the first scream a lot. So that one was not ruined for me, but less special. But seeing Scream 2 this year was my first time ever, and I actually liked it more than the first one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're both really fun. I enjoy them. It's a really simple, like, killer movie, like slasher. Mm-hmm, yeah. You know, and I love simple slashers. Like, I'm not always in the mood for a slasher, but Screams, I don't know. It's different than, like, am I ever in the mood for Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Not really. Mm -hmm. Am I in the mood for Screams sometimes? Yes. I I just, they're just different. Like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre to me is, like, a more gritty, dirty, loud, Mm -hmm. chaotic. Yeah. But, and there's a place for that. Mm -hmm. But Scream is a more, like, I don't. I'm, I don't mean this in like a, it's like a teenage romp slasher. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's it's fun. I, yeah. <laughs> All right. So the only the only one we haven't done a full episode on, which is kind of a shame, I think, to do. Now I know why we did it because mm-hmm. we had the Grudge and the Ring in the same year, the American ones, and we did that for a reason because that's your thing. Like with like the the hair and also they were movies that we had watched when we were kids that right that exactly spooked us. but this is ringu or translates to ring just ring and this is the japanese 1998 ring now 
If you have seen the American Ring that came out in two, the Ring that came out in two thousand four, you've pretty much seen this film. But mm-hmm. Japanese or any Asian films that we redo in the United States obviously have their own unique qualities to them. So the story is pretty much the same. There's a tape, you watch it, you get a call, you die. Mm-hmm. Then there's a reporter, her family is involved, she goes digging, finds this psychic, this tape was made out of rage, even goes down a well to get the girl out. It doesn't work because it only works because she passed on the tape to someone else, has to make duplicates. You know, it's it's very essentially the same thing. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, my comments here are the American one in its imagery of the actual girl, in my opinion, is a little creepier. Mm-hmm. But the Japanese environments and atmosphere are inherently creepier. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like they're like culturally, their folklore, the way that they tell the story is scarier. Right. You so, actually, I, mean? I have a trivia piece that I think you'd appreciate here. Let's go. So, we've talked about the Exorcist. Were the Exorcisters? Was our first episode? Okay. One of the things that, because you like the Exorcist, like it scares the shit out of you, but you like the Exorcist. Yeah, I appreciate one of the things, it. Yeah. One of the things about the Exorcist is how all the hype around it. Everyone talked about going to see it and everyone told each other about it and people were fainting in the aisles and throwing up outside the lobby doors and it was insane the way that americans were reacting to the exorcist now the exorcist didn't didn't do that to all cultures around the world but what's interesting is ringu did that for the japanese people because ghosts are so ingrained in their culture, they, I mean, you can tell them, oh, yeah, this is, this is a movie about a ghost in a house, and they're like, I'm there, because there's ghosts everywhere. Okay, that's, that's fucking real. So for it to be so real and come out of the TV at them, there were people doing the same things. They were fainting. They were throwing up outside. It was crazy. Whereas we didn't react like that. If different cultures react different ways to stuff. And I thought that was very fascinating. I did know that it was the highest grossing horror film in the country. Like I, I knew that. And it is like, we've talked about like all our, the, we've had episodes on all the other ones. I did look up the rotten tomatoes for this one specifically because it was newer to us since we hadn't talked about it before. Mm-hmm. And it is like, Oh, near. It's got an 81 audience, which, you know, there's 46,000 audience, but it's got a 97 critic. And, What's interesting is the movie poster is like the original movie that inspired The Ring. I hate that because (laughs) that is not its claim to fame here. The Ring took this and literally just plot for plot point re-fucking made it. Even some of the scene imagery was the exact fucking same. I will say, like I said, he made the girl creepier for Americans because she was. Yeah. But like... And I also liked how when he he didn't make like the Japanese one when they died out of fear it wasn't like gross like the American you know what I mean when their faces were contorted. Yes, agreed. I liked it better in the Japanese version. Yeah. Now, it I if I was to recommend one over the other, I would definitely recommend this one. 
but some of the imagery in the American one for us is scarier, but this mm-hmm. one is definitely more like nuanced. Yeah. You know, what I, I mean? also like the Japanese one in the fact that I've told you guys in the past, I like being able to see things in the background and being able to pick something new up every single time. And they do that with the Japanese one. In fact, I didn't find everything, but one thing that I saw was the cabin that her niece was actually at that she goes to is cabin B4. And why I thought that was cool is because I actually learned about it for Shudder. Four in Asian cultures sounds like death. So they use that a lot. You'll be on the fourth floor or cabin four, stuff like that. Yeah, which I don't remember if we talked about. I th- did we talk about it in Shudder? I think it was Shudder yeah, that we talked we about did, it. Yeah, we did because they were on the fourth floor. Yeah, so it was really good. It was a it's a good film. We did not if you listen to our The Ring review, we were not huge fans of The Ring, but right. that seemed to be more of a writing issue. And this mm-hmm. one did not have the same writing issues that the American version had in my opinion. No, I agree. It had it did have a couple different things. In the American version, the mom kills the little girl. In the Japanese version, it's actually the dad. So I'm assuming that's also yeah. a societal thing that's yeah. different. Yep. And, you know, there was a lot of there's psychic aspect aspects and stuff like mm-hmm. that, which the American one, it's, I don't, that's, like I said, the cultural differences is so interesting. And it just, it seems to make a little bit more sense when you watch the Japanese one. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like why, like why, why did this, did this happen? And how did this happen? It just makes a little bit more sense in the Japanese one than it does in the American one when it like translates over, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I really liked this one. I did too. Yeah. Moving on to 1999, we have an American film and a found footage film, The Blair Witch Project, which we have also done an episode on last year, if anybody wants to go look into that. I feel like that was pretty early on, too. I'm pretty sure. I think, like, March-April time frame, probably. Yeah. So, The Blair Witch Project is about a group of people going out, and they're going to find the Blair Witch, and they're going to use their own cameras, hence it's a found footage film, and they go out camping, and instead they end up being preyed upon by the Blair Witch, and they get crazier and crazier, and they're out there all alone, and people start getting picked off, and it ends with the one, the, the only girl one of the guys that's left and they go to this house and you see the guy standing in the corner which we had heard previously that that was the urban legend that he would put you in the corner and kill someone else you see the guy standing in the corner all of a sudden the girl goes down and that's the end of the film i honestly don't like i remember watching and we talked about this a little bit so i'm not going to go into a ton of detail but i remember watching this for the first time when i was a teenager i was like that was lame as fuck but then when you are a little bit more sophisticated as an adult. <laughs> you watch it again and you're like, oh, no, that's scary. Like, you, when you put yourself in a situation, you're like, yep, that's spooky. Yeah, turn the lights down real low by yourself. It's fucking creepy. I love The Blair Witch. It's a great movie. Yeah. So, you know, it's definitely a one of those movies where you got to be, like, in the zone. Oh, yeah. Because if you're not, like, into it, you're, like, you don't actually see anything. So if you're, like, an instant gratification kind of, like, I want to see a fucking witch or a demon or, like, bring it on and show me the spook. Like, I want to see a fucking face. It's not for you. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's very much a suggestive. You hear it a kind of in the background or 
it's something's like maybe over there or like it left these little markings but like if you're an instant gratification kind of person which is fine it's just not really the movie for you if you're a suggestive kind of horror person it's really it's really spooky you know Mm -hmm. so yeah i like that you don't see anything but you hear the branches breaking in the middle of the night or you hear people walking around you that's creepy and if you listen to our episode it's super creepy because the main girl actually got so into it that she ended up having a panic attack because of the crew freaking her out so bad yep and that's cool and all but man it'd, i'd be hard it it would be hard unless it was like a slasher where you just get to run around and scream to film mm-hmm. like a psychological horror film it'd be hard to put yourself there oh yeah agreed well, I know that was a quick one, but we have four out of the five episodes that we've already done full length, you know, reviews of. So you can go check those out, like I said, in our catalog. That's why we try to make the episodes really self-explanatory. It's not like episode whatever. Here's a cryptic title. Right. It's just the Blair Witch Project is what the episode is called or Scream or Scream 2. So you can go through our catalog and find those. I know we have a lot of episodes, but we like to do content. So you can go listen to those. And thank you so much for hanging out with us for this. We hope you have enjoyed the series so far. It is almost coming to a close. We have the 2000s and the 2010s left. So two more decades, so four more episodes. Which That's and crazy. We, I know. We might do a wrap-up episode and just talk about it all. I think that might be cool. So we'll yeah. see. So thank you again so much for hanging out with us hopefully you know where to find us on our socials by now everything is the exorcisters podcast exorcisters exorcisters podcast or on twitter it is at the exorcisters you can find us over on our patreon if you'd like to join our little patreon family it is patreon.com slash the exorcisters podcast thank you so much to our patrons we really appreciate your support especially through this year you guys are awesome and we do have extra content we try to do birthday stuff and little gift ways <laughs> we haven't been able to do as much as we wanted to in 2020 that's been kind of shitty because i haven't even seen Kristen in months but right you know 2021 we're hopefully picking that shit up and going to really blow that up so head over to patreon.com thank you so much to our patrons really love and appreciate you guys so much yes thank you guys so much and until next time stay creepy